Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode because it is very near and dear to my heart what I'm going to teach you guys today. Um, So if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I am Christy Dole and I'm a life coach and an entrepreneur. I have really um, kind of been there, done that with a lot of different things in life. And what I'm going to share with you today is actually... um, something I learned in my 200-hour yoga training. So I have a background in corporate America, and when I left there, I became a, uh, I went to school to become a yoga teacher, and then actually went on and got my 500-hour. But it was really inside of that 200-hour program that I had an incredible transformation. So I'm going to share with you a little bit about kind of that moment in my life and what I was going through. Um, And then I'm going to teach you something that quite literally changed my life and and continues to change my life today. So I'm hoping that this knowledge will bring you some awareness, some ahas, some relief. Okay. So when I quit corporate America, I um, was at a point in my life where just really trying to figure out who I was and what was important to me and kind of like where my place was in the world, right? I was 29 years old. um, And more importantly, that phase of my life was probably the saddest and loneliest. So what's interesting is I was actually engaged. Um, I wasn't, you know, single in the man sense. Um, I was engaged and I, you know, am married to him today. Um, So in that regard, I had a lot of love. But the truth is, when I started my yoga program, I was the most depressed and loneliest I had ever been in my life. Um, so maybe some of you guys can um, relate to this, but I, I've never actually had a man <laughs> break my heart. Um, the only person in the world that has ever broken my heart was, was a woman, was a girl. And she was my best friend growing up. And I realize now, right? Hindsight is 2020, which so funny. We're in 2021. So hindsight really is 2020. But, um, you know, looking back now, I realize that, man, did I suffer from codependency? I had attachment issues. I was, um, I had no boundaries and you know i personally had no boundaries so if somebody tried to give me a boundary that was not happening um so oh i think i just put my my thing over the speaker sorry about that um so i had this friendship that i had had since i was 11 years old and it quite literally was my identity you know i i remember at the time i would say to my husband you know this person, it's like in the order of importance of people in my life, it's this person, then you, (laughs) like, I remember telling him that. And I just really had this identity wrapped up in having this friend and having, it wasn't so much the friend, it was more like the symbol of it. It was more like being friends with her and, and a couple other people, but really it was this one friend, um, losing her is really what kind of jolted a lot in my life. Um, but really my identity was being friends with her meant I was worthy. It meant I was desired. It meant I was cool. It meant I was loved. It meant I was really a part of something, right? Because I was very snobby about this. I mean, like I said, hindsight's 2020, but I was really snobby about 
having friends that I grew up with. Like to me, you know, if, if you weren't someone that I grew up with, like, yeah, we could be friends, but it would never be deep. It would never be special because you weren't them. Right. So again, looking back on this, it's been 10 years now since this happened. I mean, I can see so much of the toxicity and negativity that, you know, myself and her were wrapped up in together. And she had actually met a guy and just totally ditched me, you know, after, gosh, at that point we had been friends for 15 years, 15, 16 years. She just completely dropped me. Now I'm sure if you talk to her, it's a, it's of course a different story on her end, but for me, that's what it felt like. And so my complete world was devastated. I was in therapy. I cried all the time. I had extremely dark thoughts about not being here anymore. I just felt like if this person didn't love me, who who would love me? And again, it's crazy. I had this fiance who loved me. I had parents who loved me. I had friends and my sister and and all kinds of people that loved me, right? But what I realized, the person that I did not have the love from was myself, right? Her leaving my life exposed the truth, which was that I didn't love myself and I was putting all of my worth on her. And that's not fair, right? So anyway, um, so this was the moment that I was in in my life. I had, I had, it just, you've heard that expression, breakdowns lead to breakthroughs. I mean, I had a lot of breakdowns. I like lost this friendship. I lost my sense of who I was. I realized I didn't want to work in corporate America anymore. So I'm kind of like in the middle of this like quarter life crisis, like trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. And I landed on yoga. (laughs) And the, the actual story really is, I remember I called my husband and I was sitting in my cube at the time. And I just had this moment of like, I cannot do this. And I called him up. And because my, my passion, I believe my soul was placed on earth to travel. That is quite literally the the thing that just drives me is travel. And so I called him up, I remember, and I said, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to become a travel agent. And he was like, whoa, he's like, have you heard of the internet? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, that kind of took the place of travel agents. Like, so he kind of talked me out of that, which I'm very thankful for. And I landed on yoga because yeah, just for a lot of different reasons, I landed on yoga. So I quit corporate America and I enrolled in a yoga school. And I remember the very first day that I get there, you know, I can't remember all of it, but I, I just remember, you know, after talking and whatnot, she had us lay down in a circle. So we all kind of made the shape of a circle and we were laying down and she started to um, read something that she had prepared. And I, God, I really wish I had it because it just brought me to tears. And I was laying on that mat just, I mean, I can even cry thinking about it now because it was such a powerful moment in my life. But the words that she said basically helped me realize that the pain and suffering that I am going through right now isn't real. The reason why I was in pain and suffering was because of one of these four things I'm going to teach you guys about today. 
And in yoga, the concept is called avidya. Okay, avidya. And avidya is the the lack of presence of satisfaction. It's the uh, veil. It, it, it's the it's the mask that we wear that because we're wearing this mask and because we're wearing this veil over our eyes, we don't see the world as it really is. We just see it how we see it, right? We, we're seeing it through our very limited perspective. So here's what I want to teach you. This is the big thing that she taught me. So Avidia, I should actually, let me just pull it up on Google while I'm here. Avidia. Um, yeah, in the yogic sense, avidya means something that goes far beyond ordinary ignorance. Avidya is a fundamental blindness about reality. It's an ignorance. It's, it's not a lack of information, but it's an inability to experience your deep connection to others because of the filters that you're seeing life through. Okay. So avidya, A-V-I-D-Y-A a concept that I will never forget. So here are the four components of a video. So to kind of like put this into perspective, if you were to put on a pair of glasses that were colored blue, what color would you see the world? Now I know you can't respond back, but go ahead and answer to yourself, blue. And if you were to wear green colored glasses, the way that the world would look would be Green. Good job. Okay. So Avidia is a, a it, it's a it's one or a combination of a set of glasses, if you will, colored glasses that when you put them on, this is how you're seeing the world. Okay. So the four kind of arms, if you will, of Avidia are ego, attachment, rejection, and fear. Okay. So I want you to think about something that you, is causing you suffering. And suffering is you you're sad about it, you're mad about it, you're you miss it, you wish it were different, you know, anything like that. Just anything that causes that like ugh inside of your body. Okay? Just think of that. And now I want you to think of it as I I'm sorry, my kids are screaming, if you guys can hear that. I want to talk about it um, through the lens of a video, okay? So for me, I'm going to use my example, was I I missed this friend terribly. I mean, I missed her like you know, if you're, if like, if you're like husband left you that deep, deep missing, I felt all the time. I was so sad. I felt rejected. I felt, um, I felt like, what is my life going to look like now that I'm not friends with this person? Like I, I had never imagined what my life would look like without her. Um, I felt like a shell of myself. I just, you know, it, it was just a really sad low time in my life. So that's the example I'm going to use. So the first one, let's talk about ego. Ego is, okay, guys, if you can think of yourself as having two parts, right? There's two aspects of yourself. You have your higher self. This is your soul. This is your, your higher being. This is, you know, whatever word you want to use, but this is the part of you that knows the truth, the real truth, which is that you are, you are, um, there's no beginning or end to you. 
you are expanding. You are pure love. Everything out there is pure love. You can have anything you want. The dreams in your heart are placed there for you. Like this is all the wisdom that your higher self has. And then that other part of you is your ego. And the ego, I've talked about the ego so much on these podcasts. So there's there's tons of, of information you can get. But the ego in this sense is the part of you that's telling you that they're wrong, that this isn't fair, that you know, the, the ego is the part of you that talks bad to yourself. Anytime you have negative thoughts about yourself or anytime you feel resistance to go out and do something, that's your ego. Okay. So the ego likes the ego is based in fear and the ego likes to blame it likes to point the finger it, it all of that stuff okay so the ego i'm going to go ahead and and venture to say is probably a part of 100% of the things you're suffering from right because the ego loves to tell stories and the stories are always negative and they're always stories that make you feel like shit that puts you in fear, that make you feel like everyone's against you, right? That's the ego. So anytime you're having dialogue with yourself, that's like, that shouldn't be happening. That's not right. You know, in this post-Trump era and, you know, the last four years, man, everyone's ego has been riled up, right? It's all fear. It's all lack. It's all, you know, scarcity, right? That's, that's your ego. The next point is attachment. And attachment is just very simple. It's you're attached to something. So for me, let me let me go back to the ego and just round that off, but with my example. So for me, the ego was definitely barking because it was saying, how could she do that to you? You know, how could she leave you like that? That's not fair. Like what a bitch. And you know, like all that stuff. And, and then, and the ego also would tell me like, you're never going to have any more good friends and that's it. And like, what a waste of time that was the last 15 years being friends with her. Like that's all the stuff the ego was telling me, which was making me feel so bad, so low. Right. So now going back to attachment, attachment is just simply you're attached to something. You you are or were attached to something. And so your suffering is coming from the the disattachment. Your suffering is coming from your belief and belief system that it should be attached, but now it's not. So that in and of itself is causing your suffering. Going back to my example, I was massively attached to my identity of having this best friend that I grew up with and feeling like I'm so cool because I have this friend that I grew up with and, you know, like she knows me better than anyone could know me. And right, that was the attachment that I had. I was really attached to my identity. And I also was attached to the future that I had thought. I had thought, that we would have, you know, get married together, not together, but like that, you know, we would get married around the same time and that we would have children around the same time. And um, funny enough, her son was born, I think, I don't know, 18 days before my daughter was born. So that, that stung, but um, you know, I had this attachment to what my life would look like. And because it changed, I was suffering. Okay. You guys getting this? The next one is rejection, right? So you 
either fear rejection or you are rejecting something. Okay. That's how rejection that's in, in the form of like a video and looking at something that's making you suffer. Rejection is kind of twofold. It's, are you rejecting something and, and, or are you fearing rejection? Right? So in my case, it was both. I was rejecting the idea that, you know, like that I could be happy without having this friend. And then of course, I was so scared of rejection from other friends, right? This one friend that I had on this pedestal completely rejects me, blows, you know, just dumps me, basically drops me as a friend because of this new guy she's dating. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's so sad. And so the thing that you're thinking about right now, is there a component that you're either rejecting, right? And I'll use um, a lot of my suffering the last four years was because I rejected, you know, who, who was president. I, I had that big time block up. Um, and I think to, you know, now people on the other people, you know, that supported the last president that do not support this president, they're suffering because they're rejecting what's, what's going on. They're rejecting reality. So I get it. I've been there. Um, but what is, what is it that you're rejecting and, or what are you afraid of getting rejected from? Okay. And then lastly is fear and gosh, this is all encompassing, right? fear of what could happen, fear of what is happening, fear of what's going to happen, fear of people, you know, whatever your situation is, how is fear playing into it? Because fear is an aspect of the ego. So you can see how all of these intertwine. Now, what's interesting is when you're looking at something that's happening to you, that's causing you suffering, um, it can it can be just one thing, right? It can also be two or three or all four of them. And in my experience, it's usually at least three or four of these that are at play. So again, if you go back to that sunglasses reference, imagine you have a pair of sunglasses on and there's a fear filter, an attachment filter, a rejection filter, and an ego filter, and you put that on and that's how you're seeing the situation. That's how you're seeing the world. No wonder there is suffering, right? Now, what's really empowering about this and what really empowered me that day was realizing that the pain that I was having is was self-induced, right? The pain that I was having was all based on my perspective. You know, the truth is she left my life, right? And I think, you know, after a 15 year friendship, I think it's, it's somewhat normal to mourn that and to, but you know, for me, it was like, I was in a bad place for years. It, it took me, I mean, honestly, it's something that I, I still miss her today if, if I'm being honest, but, um, I've definitely worked through it. But, um, if, if you, if you look at, what you're suffering from and you can kind of identify which pieces of it are are in your control, right? Which are these four, your ego, the fear, rejection and attachment. That's the part that you can free yourself from. Because you can decide, you know what? I'm attached because that's something that, you know, that was just a mindset that I had, that was a belief I had, and all a belief is is a thought that you think over and over. So now you get to create a new thought. 
which will then lead to a new belief system, right? If you're rejecting someone or you're having fear of rejection, there's a point where you can honor that, but also move forward and not suffer. Suffering is a choice. It truly is. Um, the ego, you know, you really, what I teach my clients all the time is a meditation practice. And really we start at one minute, right? I'm not trying to get my clients who have never meditated to start meditating for 15 minutes because that setting that would set anybody up for failure. Instead, what I do is I teach my clients to focus on just one minute, 60 seconds a day, close, you know, close, close your eyes, breathe, and just watch your thoughts, notice your thoughts, be an observer of your thoughts, witness your thoughts just for a minute instead of getting wrapped up in them because it's your, the ego loves to tell stories. And so many of us are on autopilot that we have no awareness that these stories are running our life. And because of that, we're not living the lives that we're meant to. We are living lives that are just on autopilot. And when that happens, you end up living the same year over and over, right? Nothing changes, nothing good comes in. Um, it's just, you're just treading water. And that's literally, that's like the opposite of what we're meant to do here as humans. We are meant to grow and expand constantly. Um, and then that fear part, again, fear is just your, fear is just, um, not understanding or not accepting or, you know, not being willing to see where the possibility is. You see what I'm saying? Just having fear is normal. It's natural. But if it's causing you ongoing suffering, that is a choice. And you've got to look at that. So that being said, here's what you guys can kind of do to um, move forward is think of the thing that you're suffering, that's causing you suffering. And again, you know, when I say suffering, I think people think like, you know, starving in a desert. No, suffering can just be being sad about something or wishing something was different or beating yourself up about something that happened in the past, right? That's another one. Wishing you had done something different, like all of that. That's that's suffering. That is a form of suffering. So what you can do is look at that situation and then pull out these four components. Ego, fear, attachment, and rejection. And then just go through and journal. How is your ego causing the suffering in the situation? How is fear playing a role in the situation? How is, how are you, are you rejecting something or are you afraid of rejection? And what are you attached to that you're having a hard time letting go of that is causing your suffering? Okay. This is powerful, you guys, because once you can see that all you have to do is take those glasses off and just see the world through your eyes through that higher self vision, that's when you see the love and the possibility. You know, for me, that's when I actually started to forgive the friend. I didn't talk to her. I didn't have to, you know, I didn't need to talk to her or do anything like that in order to find that forgiveness within myself. But what I did is day after day of really checking my thoughts and practicing this awareness and inserting love and compassion and gratitude and grace into all those different areas of attachment and rejection and fear and ego, what ended up happening was I slowly started to forgive her, which completely changed the energy around myself. I got new, I made new friends in my yoga program. And interestingly enough, this person actually reached out to me about a year and a half later 
wanting to reconnect. Um, so the power of shifting your energy is powerful in completely transcending whatever it is that you're suffering from. So I hope this helps. Um, I am today is what Thursday. I'm going to release this tomorrow. And I do want to let you know, there are just a few days left to sign up for the group coaching program, hustle to flow. This is a program where I take women in network marketing who are really doing all the things and suffering. If you will, you know, they're doing all the things they're not having the results. And I take them through this process of really teaching them stuff like this, helping them unravel limiting beliefs, teaching them about awareness of their energy and manifestation and all the laws of the universe. We celebrate, we take aligned action. We, we really learn how to access the flow, all of that stuff. And when they leave, the transformation is incredible. Um, people are having their best months ever. They're ranking up, they're earning bonuses and more than ever, they're just feeling more confident. They're feeling better about their life and they're really leaving the program, you know, um, changed. You, you, you can't unlearn the stuff that I teach you. You know what I'm saying? Everything that I teach is meant for you to live a more happy and prosperous life. So if you have any interest in that, you can message me on Facebook or Instagram, or you can email me, um, when hustle meets flow at gmail.com. And we can see if it's a good fit and go from there. All right, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful um, weekend. And I'll talk to you next time.